This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. How are you? Happy whatever day of the week you happen to be listening to this podcast. Welcome back. I am excited to have you here. Excited to wrap up this little mini series about all the hard things related to marriage. But first, I'm going to tell you a story. So my daughter, who was in first grade, started a new school that she loves, and they have monkey bars. So her school prior to this one did not have monkey bars. And so now she has monkey bars. And many of the kids who are in her class were at the school, you know, since like preschool. So many of them can do the monkey bars. And so every day she comes home telling us about everybody else who can do the monkey bars and she can't do the monkey bars. And so my husband and I have been on a mission to find monkey bars so we can take her and we can practice with her on the monkey bars. We've been to several parks and believe it or not, Monkey bars are just not that popular anymore. I don't know if it's a danger situation, whatever the case may be. So there's this park that I knew of that was one of those places where like I couldn't really tell my husband how to get there and I didn't know the name of it. So we all decided one afternoon we would pick her up from school together as a family. So my son, Benjamin, who was four, came along too. And we just had like a family afternoon, the middle of the week, the middle of the afternoon. It was probably around three o'clock. And we all went to this park that had monkey bars and she got to practice her monkey bars. And what an experience that was. So throughout this period, she continued to just tell herself what she couldn't do. It's too hard. And of course, these monkey bars weren't exactly like the ones at her school. And so her dad had to hold her. And it just was this process of she had already decided that it was too hard, that she didn't really want to try. She distracted herself with all these excuses of why she didn't want to try. And let it just me get to the point and just say, like, basically, she didn't really make much progress at all on the monkey bars. And then we had to go. And that was the day. But as I thought about this experience, what I realized was that it was actually the highlight of my day to be with my family in the middle of the day on a gorgeous day, just like 
doing something together because we wanted to, right? It was like, not forced. It was just like, hey, let's try this. Let's give her the opportunity to practice this. Let's all go together. Let's make it a big, fun family time experience. And there was a moment when we were just all there, present in the moment, where I just, my heart was filled with so much gratitude and just like awe for these very simple moments together as a family, right? Like it literally cost us nothing. There was nothing fancy about it. We were at a public park, just spending time together, enjoying each other's company and like doing something we all wanted to be doing. Maybe Madison didn't really want to be doing it, but we all wanted to be there. And it got me thinking about times in my own marriage where things felt so hard, where it felt like, you know, the issues between my husband and I and us not getting along just felt like something I didn't want to keep pushing and pulling and dragging along. And when I have these moments where we're all just so happy together, it reminds me of why I did my work. And it reminds me why I am here to inspire you, motivate you, and encourage you to do your work too. It's for these family moments where, yes, things feel difficult. Yes, you're not getting along. Yes, he's aggravating. But if you can keep your eye on what you want more, doing this work will be beyond worth it. So with that, let's talk about why your life seems worse off. Because this is the thing. I was very careful in writing like why it seems worse off because I believe for so many of you, it's literally just a smoking mirrors where if you were to allow yourself to look at what's working, to look at what is amazing about your life together, you would actually see that your life is better with your husband in it. I know my life is better with him here than it would be without him, but I do recognize the temptation that there is to believe that it would be better without him, that some of the headaches and some of the arguments and some of the tension that you are experiencing now obviously wouldn't be happening if you guys were not together or not trying to work on the marriage or whatever the case may be. But I really genuinely believe that for so, so many of you, this is just not true. And the way that I like to think about it is to put yourself into the future and to think about what would be missing in your life if he wasn't there. What are those small, everyday, middle of the week moments that you wouldn't have if you guys weren't together? 
What are the things your children wouldn't have, your children wouldn't experience, your family wouldn't even have the opportunity to participate in? Keep that in the back of your mind because that is the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel of all of this. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to share like what's happening for you at this dark place of the tunnel where you've just entered in, or maybe you've been trudging along for many, many years in this place of really feeling like, man, this is so hard and my life might be a little bit better off because right now it feels like it's worse off. And I know that when you got married, when you walked down that aisle to him, you were believing and confident that what you were walking into was going to be better than being by yourself. And so now that you're not feeling that way, I just want you to know three things, why it's happening and what to do about it. So the first reason I see happen a lot, especially with moms, especially with couples that have small, younger children, like children living in the home with them, children needing lots and lots of things, (laughs) right? And what I see happen most often is that people are not taking what they need. What do I mean by that, right? So as a mom myself with very young children, I can remember being so like annoyed and aggravated that my husband wasn't doing as much as I was, that he would just up and schedule something for himself, not give any consideration to what else might be going on. And I would be jealous. I'd be like, we don't have that luxury anymore of being able to just pick up and do what we want. Like, no, like every moment we have to be doing something. Every moment some child needs something. There's no downtime. We don't have the luxury of that. And I wanted to impose that thinking onto him. And then what I realized is that he just took what he needed, right? If he needed to sleep, he just took the time to sleep. If he wanted to binge watch some next Netflix shows, he just took the time to do that. And I felt like I couldn't do that, but it was really just something I created and made up as a rule for myself that I did not need and did not serve me as a mom and as a wife and certainly didn't serve my marriage. And so if you are feeling like, you know, things are worse off for you, even though you're married, I want you to just assess for yourself. Are you taking what you need? Are you doing the things that nourish you? Are you allowing yourself the time and the space to just do nothing, to not be on all the time or to set an appointment for yourself to go out and do something for yourself. A lot of times we're like, well, he should offer or he should fill in the blank with a thousand and one expectations we have, but why? Why does he need to give you something that you already own? right? Because you do own your time. You do own your energy. And so to delegate that to him is unfair to him and it's unfair to you. So 
that's the first thing I want you to just think about and assess for yourself. Are you taking what you need or are you looking at him annoyed that he's having all the time in the world to sleep and to chat it up with his friends or whatever he's doing and you're not doing the same? The only reason you're not doing the same is because you're not giving yourself permission to take that for yourself. Okay, that's number one. Number two that I often see happen, and this is something that causes people to feel like things are kind of worse off for them, is they decide to put many of the things on hold that would bring them happiness because they're like waiting for the marriage to get better or waiting for their husband to change or waiting for him to get it, right? So even in my own marriage, I am more of an extrovert than my husband. And so I know that I am fueled by like going out and meeting people and doing things and he's not. And so I remember when we hit these bumpy parts of our own marriage, I became like a little bit of a hermit. And it made me feel like, yeah, my life is worse off, but not so much because of what he was doing, but more so because I had decided to underlive. I had decided to not do the things that brought me joy. I decided to not pursue certain activities or interests or whatever because I was waiting around for him to want to participate or for him to be as enthusiastic about it as I was. And so I want you, again, to assess for yourself, like, have you decided to underlive? Have you decided to put off things, right? Whether that's vacations or experiences that you want to have, have you been putting those off because you guys aren't in a good place in your marriage, Now, I know that at the time of this recording, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So some of the things you might normally do for yourself or want to do for yourself might not be as available or as safe for you to do right now, but you can still get creative, right? Like I decided the other week to just grab all my girlfriends and just like do a Zoom meetup, right? We're all in different states. And so what was amazing about that is that it would have taken like months and months of coordination to get us all in the same location physically. But with Zoom, we just clicked a button and there we were, the six of us, chatting it up like we were in someone's living room, right? I knew that I needed an experience like that. And I want to encourage you to go and seek out the things that you need so that you feel like no part of your life is put on hold or no part of your life can't be fully enjoyed just because your marriage is not at this like A plus level right now. Okay. And then the third thing is something that I talk about a lot on this podcast because it's just genuinely the truth of everything. And the third reason that it feels like your life is worse off is because you're consumed by what's going wrong and you're consumed by what is missing. Whenever you're only noticing what he's not doing, what you guys don't have as a couple, the way your relationship is not performing the way you want it to, it feels like you got the short end of the stick. There's no other way to be feeling about it when that's what you are thinking about. 
And so what is the solution to that, right? What is the solution when you're thinking about everything that's missing, when you're in this lack mode, the solution is being in open mode, open to seeing like, maybe it's not as bad as I'm painting it out to be. Like, what if I just play around with that question in my head? How could I begin to find evidence that, hey, we actually got some very basic and important things in place, right? Like we both want to be in the marriage. We both want to figure out how to get along together, but it's just hard, right? Like just shifting your mind to that place alone will open up you and your heart. And it will also open up your mind to the possibilities that, hey, This moment in time or these months or these years even in time in our marriage is not the totality of what's available to us. That if I start making deposits into the marriage account that I want to build, then what we have right now is just like neutral. It's just the starting place. It's not our finish line. And when you can see that what you have right now is just the starting place, that it can be okay that you're here while also working for something better, you will see how the draw of intentionally creating a better life together is so much more alluring and so much more exciting to be thinking about and planning for than sitting here looking at all that's going wrong and potentially planning your exit strategy. I want you creating your happiness strategy for how you're going to feel, the things you're going to be doing in service of creating the marriage that you want. Okay. So to recap all of this, essentially what I'm saying is If you feel like your marriage is worse off, I want you to check in with yourself about three things. One, are you taking what you need to take care of you? Two, have you been underliving and closing yourself off to experiencing your life at its highest level? And three, are you overly consumed with what is going wrong? If any of those are true, and for sure, if all three of those things are true for you, then I want you to also open yourself up to the possibility that maybe you've been looking at this thing like the completely wrong way, that maybe it's really not as bad as you think it is, but that just with some tweaks, right? I'm not going to say they're like minor tweaks, They may be significant tweaks, but with some revising of the way you're approaching this, you're seeing this, you're reacting in this relationship, things could actually be better. You could actually have those moments that I described with your own family, right? Like if I can, you know, do the work and continue to put forth the effort and make the progress that I've been able to make, you can too. And I for sure can show you how. So that is what I want to leave you with, right? Like if what you want most 
is for your life to still be better off. If there's any part of you that believes, you know what? It could be better. Like I want it to be better. I just need some help creating that. Then I want you to reach out to me. I can for sure help you. I have a six month coaching program where literally week by week, we look at all the things that are standing in the way of you having the marriage you want to have with your husband. Because if he's still around, he wants the same thing you do too. And your life together does not have to feel like it's worse off. It can feel like one of the greatest blessings and joys in your life. And I can help you create that. So the way we get started is with a complimentary call. You get a one hour conversation with me where you get my undivided attention and you get my insight and my experience looking at analyzing problem solving with you on exactly what's happening in your own marriage. There is no downside to signing up for this call. You are going to walk away with a breakthrough in your own thinking that is going to spark the exact set of chain reactions that's going to get your marriage back on track and get you and your husband enjoying your life together again. So you go to drshavon.com. There's a drop down button that says work with me. You sign up for your free call and I will be back with you next time. Bye. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.